Just when you think you've hit rock bottom, no, there's actually another level below it, and that is where Michigan State football is at right now. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off of your first purchase. Hello, everyone. My name is Matt Sheehan. I'm the host of Locked On Meltdown. Um, your team in green and white every single day leading up to kickoff of what will be a great game next week. Jesus. I'm joined by Maxwell Klitsky. He's been on the show before. Uh, but before that, has some housekeeping to do. Please rate, review, subscribe, give us a like, sound off in the comments. I know you have thoughts about this game, whether you're a Michigan State fan or you're a fan of a rival school that is just absolutely loving every single rake Michigan State is stepping on this year. Um, also, want to reach out, locked on Spartans at gmail.com and rate, review, subscribe. I probably already said that. I don't. Maxwell, how are you doing right now? But before I get some thoughts off, how, are, are, are you just having the best Saturday of all time over there, Maxwell? Um, yeah, I thought it was going to be a really okay. good day. You know, I had some plans after this that I was going to really sure. enjoy. Um, and then the game ended and I was like, I need to go out in public because if I let this fester, it will get worse. So, oh. Yeah, it, 100%. Yeah, it's... I, I'm letting it fester, and it is going to get really bad on here because I thought that I couldn't get broken anymore. You know, I thought after the Maryland game, I said, eh, you know what? Like, hey, if you thought I was going to get on here and start screaming, you're out of your mind because I'm already dead. Guess what? Joke's on you, idiots. <laughs> but no, Maxwell, it turns out I'm the idiot. I can get broken down even further because that game absolutely took every single ounce of what was left in Michigan State fandom out of my soul. Now, of course, I'm still going to watch every single game, root for the green and white, even though the season, by and large, is lost, Maxwell. Unless you could find unless you could find <laughs> four more wins on this schedule, uh, go ahead and good luck with that one. DeWitt is not on the schedule, and even then, I don't even know if they can beat any high school teams mm -hmm. in the area with how they're coached. But you know what? Before we like just dive headfirst and I start asking you questions that we have a dialogue, I'm going to hog the mic here for a second because I just want to make something very clear before going any further, okay? Do the players get some blame for this game? Absolutely. They get a little bit of the slice of pie. You don't blow an 18-point lead all in one quarter without it being from everywhere. That tackling performance in the fourth quarter was atrocious, Maxwell. It was horrendous. However, small slice of pie for them. The big slice of pie, once again, for another week we're doing this show, goes to the adults in the room. And I got to congratulate Ross Els here really quick, special team coordinator for Michigan State, for getting the Rutgers win that he was coaching for all week. And before we started recording, I had someone come up in my Twitter mentions saying, oh, why do you always blame the coaches, not the players? Oh, it's, a, it's always the coaches for you guys. Are you afraid to offend the players? No. I'm talking to the coaches because they are the adults in the room. Rossell's making $575,000 to tactically not have his team prepared. Maxwell, these aren't fumbles we're talking about. And I get it, like, oh, coaches don't teach players how to fumble the ball. You're right. This isn't sailing throws over receivers' heads. Of course coaches don't teach that. But what coaches should teach in year four, nonetheless, in week six of a college football season, is to how to line up properly on a punt. 
I'm going to say that again. How to line up properly on a punt. How to line up properly. You, you don't understand how easy of a sentence that is? Just line it up properly. Okay? We are in year four of Ross Sells, week six, and we are getting this every single weekend, whether it's illegal formation, too many men on the field, stupid penalties, and we get that on the botched punt. Because what happened before that? Well, a nice punt downfield. And was Rutgers going to score? No, probably not. Their offense is horrendous. They cannot throw the ball. But, hey, you know what? That's just one play. And then for an encore performance, Ross Ells, good job, you loser. Uh, you lined up for an onside kick with eight minutes and change left in the clock when you're holding a, what, three-point lead, four-point lead? It doesn't matter how big the lead was. Way too much time on the clock to line up for an onside formation. So, yes, Tyrell Henry cannot get to the ball. If you're lined up in a normal kickoff, someone's going to get to that ball. But congratulations, Ross Sells. You got the win you're looking for. And, yeah, that's why we blame the coaches. Oh, you're, you're a wimp. Like, no, I just call out idiots when I see them. And I'm seeing them right here, all 10 of them, on the sideline here at Michigan State University. Maxwell, what was your main takeaway of the game here? Just, I just wanted to get things Just wanted to get things out there. That's yeah. All. Normally when I come on, if you're feeling too high, I try to like bring you down and if oh, you're sure. too low, yeah. I try, I, I always try to keep like an even keel. I but watching this. Yeah. this fourth quarter, <laughs> there's nothing I can really nah. do to nah. bring you out of, to level set you at all. No, this no, was no. just an absolutely abhorrent display of coaching by Ross Ells. I yep. get the fact that again, 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 every week, every single since, week you can count on it. Yep. And since 20, we've, we've been having these issues since 2020, even sure. like even during yeah. the COVID year, like yep. these were still blatant issues. And I get the fact that like, yes, your special teams players are typically your youngest guys on the team and they're, you know, they're young kids and, and all that. But at the same time, those kids want to be able like to do their job properly. And it's like, you have to put them in positions to do their job properly. And it's just, yep. you know, formation penalty. And then, you know, you botch a punt in the rain. Like, yeah, that happens. Like it's going to happen. The ball's wet. The Rutgers player like muffed the punt. And I tweeted out earlier in the game when the Rutgers player muffed a punt, I was like, why are you even fielding a punt Correct. at that point? Like, yeah. why are you even fielding that? Yeah. And just, yeah, it's, and I don't want to like, and I know Henry is going to really want this one back because I think he is a smarter player than that. I could kind of tell that he was playing the bounce in the moment because he didn't want to field the ball right out of the air because right. of what we saw. We saw a muffed punt earlier. We saw a muffed kickoff. He backed off of a few punts. But just like the dissonance of like being smart enough to know to catch the ball in the Washington game, to catch it while you're out of bounds to draw a flag, but then letting it bounce potentially letting a Rutgers player scoop it up is like, that's mind blowing to me. And it's like, sometimes you just got to take that chance. And it's just, it was, it's just so tough, but it's, it's nothing new. It's all culminated into like, it's more localized in this game. Cause we saw so many things go wrong in that span of time, but we've seen instances of this throughout the entire tenure. And it's just an amalgamation of everything that we've seen. And it's just like, pick your, pick your weird thing about this Mel Tucker era of MSU football and it's displaying yeah. itself in each game as we're going through it. So, I mean, it's just, it's just very frustrating. Oh, that, that's well said. And even though, you know, we're making, 
we're, we're making calls at 12:30 in the morning to one person, but we can't make the correct call at quarterback here, even though that coach is gone. Uh, he is still with us here uh, to this day because if yeah. you think that anything was going to change if no. good old Mel was still on the sidelines, I, you're you're just smoking crack, respectively. Um, no, and, and I think actually, yeah, and Sanders I think that's funny. Users. Like, yeah. and it's it came up in the press conference when they talked to when they asked Scotty a question about like, oh, how's like you know the defense been? It seems like it's turning a corner. And it's like it's kind of been the same like since like, so it asked the question of like, I tweeted out like, so we're finding out that 2023 isn't that much of a change from 2022. So what was, what was the head guy doing? Like, what was he, I mean, we found out what he was doing um, and and his binder that we will never see the inside of, which I'm very disappointed about that brand binder. I may, that's my Holy grail. But I mean, you see like all of these problems have been going on since 2020, even in 2021. And then in 2022, we saw them like spurred up even more. And it's because these coaches that are kind of running the show now have always been running the show. Um, I think it's just a complete lack of, you know, interest, you know, in 2022 by Mel Tucker to like really take reins of the ship and be that CEO. He's been, you know, turning the blind eye and cashing the check and, we yep. don't have guy like those position coaches aren't good enough to be running the show on their own without input from like a head guy. Like, right. and we're seeing that play out in the field too. And it's bleeding into, you know, silly mistakes, penalties, not executing. And it's, it's where we are right now. Should have been more hard on it. Not knowing what we know now after that quote that, Hey, why didn't Mel get rid of any single coach in the off season? Like it, it just was what Antonio did between 18 and 19, just rearranging the deck chairs. I, I but yeah, I mean, we let it slide. I'm, I'm part of the issue here. I think mm-hmm. I let it slide a little bit too far. But, yeah, I mean, he is completely culpable for having these guys continue to breed a losing culture inside of Michigan State because it it all starts at the top here. It mm-hmm. trickles its way down. And, Maxwell, I'm going to ask the big question. Is this rock bottom for Michigan State right here? But first, he need to send you to the bench. We'll let you cool off, although I don't think you're the one that needs to be cooled off right now. Uh, because I need to talk to people's ear off about game time. That's right. Hey, you're looking to go to a Michigan State game the rest of the year. Who wouldn't want to see this spectacle on display go to game time it is the best ticketing app in the market it is super simple to get tickets on game time and really convenient too because when you're looking at the tickets they will actually just show you a picture of your view it's not going to be some computer rendered ai look of what it's going to be no it's it's the actual picture and when you buy them with just two taps they get sent right to your phone. You're not going to be digging through your email outside of Spartan Stadium wondering, oh my God, I got no service. Where are my tickets? I'm starting to panic. No, they're they're just sent right to you. Like it is, it is really that simple with game time. Or if you're a healthy person and you want to get tickets for places outside of Spartan Stadium, use it for concerts, theatrical performances, or heck, any other sport event going on in your area. Game time is the way to go about it. So what are you all waiting for? Download the game time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On College, all one word, for $20 off. Download game time today. It's last minute. It, tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. And also, you want to spice up an NFL Sunday or maybe, hey, an NHL game, an MLB playoff game, do it with prize picks. The daily fantasy sports leader. It is the best way to just sit on the couch and enjoy a nice NFL Saturday. Like last week, Packers versus Raiders. I couldn't care less about either of those teams, but I went on, made some picks at prize picks, and well, got to earn a little bit of money that way. So, how do you play? What is what is this all about? 
It's simple. You're going to pick a player. You're going to pick their projected stats. You got to guess if it's more than or less than their projected stats and stream them together. You could turn $10 into $250 if you really throw that many on your slip just that easily. So go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. It is prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy let's get maxwell klitsky back onto the show here because misery just loves company so we have a nice guest here today um maxwell is this is this rock bottom point blank for michigan state fans and i know we might be looking at this in you know two two in front of us you know not far enough into the future or not the future far into the past with the john l smith era the bobby williams era for those that even remember it but this is really bad right now because this didn't even seem like a surprise loss once that first special teams blunder happened. We all knew what was going to happen because, unfortunately, Maxwell, this is the third show in a row I'm doing this one. I don't think I said this after the Washington game, but losing is just ingrained in this team's DNA. They cannot get out of their own ways. If there is a mistake they could possibly make, they do it every single time when it really matters. So, with that not seeming like it's going to come to an end anytime soon, and with well, who's left on the schedule here, Maxwell? Yikes! Uh, is this rock bottom, or can it get any worse? You think? Um, unironically, since the fact that I'm recording this show in my basement, I actually mm. knee jerk. I don't think it's actually rock bottom for the sheer okay. point that you said. Once we saw one thing go wrong, we knew instantly where this was going to go, and we yeah. don't. And if this was rock bottom, this would have been unfathomable to happen. <laughs> well, you said we've seen this movie before. We knew exactly what was going to happen. We saw the we saw the muff punt and go, okay, this yep. is going to be a tight one now. And then we see, you know, the quick three and out, which I've my arguments that Malik Carr first down, that's a catch and fumble out of bounds. You're at least moving the chains there. Irregardless, yeah. though. Who knows if we even score points then? Who knows? Whatever. Um, you give up a touchdown and you're like, ah, we're going to have to rely on Jay Johnson on this. We know how this has gone a hundred times. So for that reason, like we knew this was going to happen. Like we reached a point where it was like, yeah, of course this is, this is going to go this way. And I don't think that means that it's rock bottom because this was in our mindset that this could happen you know so and i'm trying to think and my counter to that is like if because i know the follow-up is going to be like so what was rock bottom and i'm trying to think of like what truly yeah, that is right right and i don't know if it's you know it can't be anything in 2020 because you know that was covid year and everything it is what it is and you got two good wins that year at least like yeah it was exciting yeah. <laughs> yeah. two top 25 wins yeah the only yeah, two you, but whatever yeah, you're beating yeah. you're beating your rival before they kind of came back down to earth in a weird COVID year. And then you beat the big West like champion, but then that Iowa game still exists. Sure does. Yeah. Um, And then like last year, I, I feel like at the Indiana game last year is what really truly like broke, broke a lot of people. Sure. But even then I think there's still signs that you could point to, to be like, Oh yeah, this is happening beforehand. It's just like, we found so many different weird ways to lose and it's in just ingrained in the program now. And I don't think it's necessarily like one pivotal moment that caused rock bottom. Like we got here, you know, death by a thousand cuts, we've landed at the bottom. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you could call it that, I mean, it's only the bottom if we go up from here, really. 
and that's the scary part is like you're looking at next week and you're like Yikes. so something needs the rocks there, there's a lot yeah of there's something the yeah saying, my feet yeah. aren't really as firm as they could be right and then you still have <laughs> a house schedule you yeah. you have like you have a first year matt rule team that like you would be like oh they're wildly incompetent and they don't look great either but like do we look any more competent in anything over the grand yeah. course of the game i don't think so so this is like concerning but i just think it's like you know instead of a meteoric fall of the bottom, we're just taking our sweet time to get down there. And it's just a question of like, when is enough enough? I know. know. There's a a question emailed, like probably as Rutgers was kneeling the ball out after the game here. And this is from someone that likes to email a lot. I actually love when this guy reaches out. He says, did we quit or get beat? Big difference. I'm not sure which one. I actually do know which one. I, I just think we got beat. And Maxwell, I don't think that's worse. Like this mm-hmm. team has shown some incredible, like let's talk about the kids right now, because sure. Like, could they have tackled better in the fourth quarter? Absolutely. Like, could they have, you know, done some things differently in quarters one through three? Absolutely. But let, let's just actually shine a good light on these kids right now. Ever since everything has happened before that Washington game. Yeah. They haven't gotten a win, but I don't think it's for lack of effort. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think it's for giving it their all, you know, not to go like all rah, rah, go right. team, go on here, but Truly, I don't think that was the issue today is that the team just turtle up and quit, which almost makes it worse, in my mm-hmm. opinion, that, nope, unfortunately, this is just who the team is. They right. try their best, and then they find a gun somewhere pointed at their foot, and then just, I, it's it's just it's just so disheartening to, like, see these kids try yeah. so much, and then the losing culture that starts at the mm-hmm. top, it just trickles down to them. It, it truly trickles down to them. Like, they, they just... It, Let's talk about Nebraska. You just mentioned Matt Rule. Like, I, I've used this comparison a, a, a few weeks ago. You know how we used to just clown Nebraska for always finding a way to lose? Mm-hmm. Like, guys, look at the mirror. Like, this is where the program is right now. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we are in those Scott Frost era, uh, Lincoln Riley era Nebraska teams that just always trip over their already tied shoelaces and find a way to lose. Like, the, this is how bad it is that you need a hard reset. And Maxwell, that's unfortunate because. Uh, we got six games left in the schedule, so yeah. <laughs> we got to be I patient. Mean, it was hard to reset. Yeah, and it's and, and the frustrating part is like these guys. You can tell that they are really trying. They're not, yes. you know, they're not actively trying to lose. And you no. know, whatever happens the rest of the way with guys with attrition and guys going into the portal with this new staff turnover, because there will be staff turnover and there will be players leaving. Players we probably yeah. like too are going yeah. to leave. Um, Why not? And it's just like. Yeah. These guys that are out there, like they got to put out film to be attractive to these guys. Like their rating, you know, we've gone through enough portal cycles where these teams are looking at guys for just beyond what their recruiting ranking was in prep. Like they got to put tape and they got to put film out there. So, like, you know, procedural mistakes that guys are making, like that's a mental thing. Like, is that going to be concerns for guys who want to go in the portal? But, like, I don't think there's guys that, like, for lack of, like, that have mailed it in by any standpoint. And that's like, you could see that in the first drive of the game that Michigan State got, you know, to take the ball, go seven and a half minutes. I can't remember how many plays we ran. I think it was like, well, like it was at least, it was over 10. I think it was like 14 plays. You march down the field and then you set the tone for the rest of the game. Now, were they able to follow it up and finish like Barnett wanted them to in the second half? No, they didn't. But they came out in the third quarter too. They got a stop. They took the ball down and they had another big boy drive. And like that's pieces that you can definitely work with. 
and it's frustrating that those pieces aren't rewarded overall at the end of the game with a win, especially when you capitalize on a turnover um, and those sorts of things. It's just too many mistakes down the line. And it's just so, it's just frustrating that, you know, Caden got so many good bounces in this game. Like drive yeah. one, <laughs> yeah. He tried to rip it out of Carter's chest, like keep it, uh, and he just kept going through and was he fumbled and he got it picked up. Uh, you know, Evan Morris ripping it out of the DB's hands in the second half. Right. Jerron Glover winning a tip drill, like all right. of these bounces. You're like, okay, like you know, he's getting rewarded for being like pushing pushing the envelope, like being aggressive and that sort of thing. It's just frustrated that like that aggressiveness and taking those chances and everything like aren't rewarded overall with a win but like you said there's too many things like it's just like last year like the margins are way too thin that you can't have one or two mistakes because one or two mistakes lose you the game this and team isn't good enough. mistakes every week, though. It, like right. it, 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 it's eight or nine mistakes every yeah. single week, which is a problem because you you bring up the opening drive touchdown. What happens immediately after? Kickoff out of bounds, and then seven yeah. Rutgers up at the thirty-five. They go down. They get points on their first drive. Their way, just to shoot themselves in the foot. So I, we're going to continue this conversation, obviously. But uh, I'm actually I'm actually going to keep you on the screen for this ad read because. This has become almost a joke at this point. Hey, got to talk to you folks about Athletic Brewing Company, and now is time for your Game Changer of the Week, brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company. Why do we do this? Like, Thank you, Athletic Brewing Company, for being a, a proud supporter of Lockdown Networks and Lockdown Spartans here, but like... This this ad read started during the Washington week, and we were owned for since then. And like, I, it's a little okay, on so the nose, the, athletic. It's uh, a little on the nose. It's nice. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, much like... The sun one day engulfing the earth. Uh, there we go. Athletic Brewing has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good. Now, if I can be serious for a second, like the Athletic Brewing actually does absolutely positively slap. We've had it in our house for quite some time. And well, on a night like tonight, I'm actually put down a few Athletic Brewing companies because do I feel like drinking 9,000 beers right now? Absolutely. But if I make it athletic brewing that I'm absolutely slamming, well, I'm going to wake up the next morning not feeling hungover. I'm going to wake up feeling like Grandpa Joe and Willy Wonka, ready to go attack the day and watch the Lions later on, a team that actually doesn't let me down. Okay, gang, again, athleticbrewing.com, but they also want to save you money as well. First-time customers can use code LOCKEDON, that's all one word, LOCKEDON, to get 15% off of your first order. That is code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Beer, beer exclusions and conditions apply. It's a athletic brewing company fit for all times, even the miserable times. Um, that's not part of their tagline. I just made that last part up. Um, Maxwell, I'm so good at this job. Uh, I have nothing written down in front of me right now for this third segment because look, I, I wanted to talk about when we were up 18 points. In oh, the fourth yeah, quarter. hey, we, we have right. plenty to talk about. Woo. Yeah, bowl game back in the table. We're gonna beat Minnesota, we could beat Nebraska, we could beat Indiana. There's our six wins, and now. There's, there's, I'll, I'll spoil it for everyone. There's going to be no bowl game this year unless our APR scores are like through the roof and there's not enough six win teams. Um, we're going to talk about Caden Hauser, you know, how solid he looked in his performance mm-hmm. in a rainstorm against a pretty solid pass defense. But like, what, like, is there anything that's jumping out that you want to talk about? Cause I can go either way. I can go with the why will you still watch way, or I can go with the hey, what do you want to hear about Caden Hauser's start? Because I mean, look, as, as fine as it was, does anyone want to hear about it right now? I, what, like, is there a point to how good it was? Quite frankly, I don't know. 
no it's great I mean, <laughs> awesome it's it i mean it's all i think a lot of people i mean this whole quarterback debate that's been you know rolling on since yeah. whatever pick your week of 2022 you wanted to say that's like all right we need to have a discussion about the quarterback position from yeah. there until like now we've seen three quarterbacks go through the system um and it's just now at this point, it's going to be, you know, people have their agendas. Like, obviously, like, of course, I'm yeah. not an unbiased party in this either. Like, I wanted Hauser to start from the beginning of the year, because mm-hmm. if he were to make mistakes early on in the year, you know, against a central or a Richmond, like even versus like a Washington, like it's like, OK, this guy is like getting his feet wet in college football. But now we've thrown him in middle of the season, you know, tighter margins like not a great setting obviously to put him in in a rainstorm but i think he did you know handle it well and then yeah. throughout this week coming up to this michigan game i don't think any, people are going to be like well this this was bad or like this was really good we can take from this and it's at the end it's probably not going to matter next week um mm-hmm. there's pieces that we want to see like i thought jalen berger did a very good job i thought the offensive line yeah. outside of the fourth quarter um did very well yeah um, definitely but the and issue that's, and is that's the unit that we've been very critical sorry sorry to interrupt but like that's a unit yeah, that we've been no. very critical with this year so like i just have to jump in and say like offensive line yeah like that that was a plus game from them no question but a, no question but again at the same time we have to throw in that qualifier of going outside of the third quarter yeah, like out right. or outside of the quarter it's like they right. did really good but like yeah caden did really did really well but there were definitely throws that he missed there's definitely throws he would want to have back you know does Jaron Glover like get that catch every time? Do right. the Rutgers DBs like have he that? Might. I don't know about anyone else on the team, but I, I think Jaron Glover can do that. Every right. But I don't you, know about you any get my point, right? So I, I do. I know. And it's just frustrating because like you're looking at the yeah. schedule down the line. It's like, how is this going to go? Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I'm still going to watch because, you know, I'm a sicko and I'm I actually sick. like get some sort of enjoyment of, you know, trying to parse out like, where this team's actually improving on a year to year basis. Um, but it's just, it's just hard at this point now. Cause we've seen a lot of the same movie now repeat itself over and over again. And it's just like, can we, can we say enough really? Yeah. It was a tough spot for him to be in. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the weather absolutely does play a factor. Like there were some throws where you can say like, okay, like maybe a little slick right there. Maybe not. Regardless, I, I think it was more good than bad from Caden Hauser today. Right. And also not just with the throwing, but the running as well, whether they mm-hmm. were designed runs or whether it was him just making the call to push forward and head up the field. Like you can see that his legs are going to be a strength here. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, he didn't light it up passing yards wise. I don't know if a lot of quarterbacks would have in that weather today, mm-hmm. but it's it, it, it was fine. And again, this is a redshirt freshman. He's got a lot of career left in front of him. And mm-hmm. have we seen him be? You know, mistake prone so far this year. Yes, we mm-hmm. have in the central game. I mean, sure we have in the uh the Maryland game where he threw the interception as well. And mm-hmm. there are a few interceptions dropped today, but I, I think overall you can leave that game feeling optimistic about Caden Hauser, right? right? I mean, I, and I know that well boy, you're gonna have a litmus test here coming up against Michigan, a team that's right. given up basically one point the entire season. So it might be another another tough game right. coming up, but right overall I I, I like the I like what we saw from Caden Hauser and like, it makes you do wonder a little bit, like why, why not trot him out week one? And I guess I'll steer the conversation in this direction because th- this was percolating on the message boards and on Twitter, of course, because it's, it's a, it's a good question. 
Kate Hauser starts the whole year. Like, is Michigan State's record different? And how many other games do they win? I have a hard time saying that they win the Maryland game just because I don't think you're going to start Kate Hauser on defense because they gave up 21 points in the first quarter. So I, I don't think you win that game. The Iowa game, maybe. Yeah. I know I'm very, very firm there with a maybe, but like, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. See, I'm more optimistic. Like, even, you know, yeah, Hauser did. They were driving down the field, and Hauser did have that interception on a near side screen. Yeah, in horrible the play red call. Zone. Right. Yes, just trying to yes. get it. You know, within a ten yard window of getting it up and over a jumping defensive end into the hands of your running back. I, that's that's that, the one. <laughs> I mean, tough throw to ask anybody to make, but yeah, I I think the way the game started, um, that Maryland game, I think the complexion of it is different. Okay. I don't know if necessarily like you win because there's obviously other things that happen, but um, the Maryland game and the Iowa game um, in terms of like net success rate, like just a measure and how well you're moving the ball relative to how your defenses is stopping the other team. Michigan state won those games in that regard, but it was the turnovers and the, you know, not scoring or not finishing your drives were the yeah. two issues. And, you know, what we saw from Caden Hauser is we, we had red zone trips um, and we ended up with 17 points from those trips, essentially, um, you know? So, I mean, it's tough to really say like whether we win those two games, I'm more opti- I'm definitely more optimistic to say that the Iowa game is a yes. I would lean probably like 60, 40 that Maryland is a win, but that's still a toss okay. up. So you know, even even just getting one more win out of it puts us in a better situation than we are right now. But, you know, could you have other mistakes, you know, happen in the central game where it felt like it was kind of dicey? Um, Richmond, I don't think it was an issue. Like Washington's obviously not going to be an issue, but, but, you know, we'll we'll see. I mean, it's a, he, he's a young quarterback. He could have made as many mistakes as Kim did in the Maryland game and yeah. Iowa game. Yeah. Like, I will give you that, but I don't think it was likely, but we are where are where we're at now, and it's. Not I was gonna say. Fun. I was gonna say. Luckily, it's it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it, no it's matter what fun. we say, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you're ultimately two and four. Um... You have to steal <laughs> one from the big three to make a bowl game, and I'm not. I think it. I think the bowl committees should say if we cover against one of those three, they'll count that as a win. We covered today, so. Oh, okay. There so we're halfway there. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll reach out to the Myrtle Beach that, Bowl or the uh, Surf Pro Bowl and see if we can get into that any five and a half ticket uh, cash. So, oh, big time. Oh yeah, make it rain, baby. Uh, yeah. The the under thirty nine and a half did not, and I am mm. in financial ruin because of that. But oh well. Um, Maxwell, this this was fun. I've had the time of my life right now. This is the best Saturday of all time. Uh, I'm gonna go outside and just take a walk because it's nice, seventy five degree day, sunshine and. 115 comments. I got to say, thank you everyone that watched live on YouTube. I really do appreciate every single one of you. I see that there's 115 comments. I refuse to hit that button until right now, actually. Uh, Okay. uh, Okay. You guys are being pretty nice. Okay. 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 I thought that'd be a lot worse. Oh, I like this one from Lyle, actually. They should pay MSU fans to show up next week if they want anyone there. Oh, my God. You know, I'm, I'm terrified about the number of pom poms that's going to enter Spartan Stadium dude, next weekend. Dude. Oh, I so many pom poms. I might just I might just listen to this game on the radio just because like watching it is gonna kill me. Um, and you know might what? Does order go through? I don't need to <laughs> check. 
<laughs> yeah, what am I going to do with these 20 D batteries that I have? Uh, God. Yeah. Well, hey, luckily, I close my eyes and throw it somewhere. It's going to hit a Michigan fan, right? Obviously. So, like, luckily, yeah. luckily the, the battery arsenal I'm rolling up with is, is yeah. going to have a high hit rate. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and you know what is aging like milk left on the counter for five days is my take of the everyone shut up and relax. It's not going to be a Penn State home game at Ford Field. All right. Would you calm down? Michigan State is going to show out. It's going to be a fine season. We're not going to just whore that stadium out to Penn State. Fan. Everyone relax. Maxwell, that's a bad take. I've had a lot it's of bad not... takes on the show. That's a bad one because that is going to be a whiteout at Ford Field. Uh... <laughs> There will be or, a lot uh, of... What, what color are the seats, actually? Hold on. What color are the seats at Ford Field? Because maybe it's just a blue out, like a Honolulu blue out. Yeah, I, there's yeah. there's going to be a lot of, you know, central, western, eastern. Why not? Why not? Washtenaw County sure. Community College grads, you know, particularly universities of Dearborn and Flint locations sure. in, the, in the stands for those games. I, who can blame I them? You know, think Michigan who can, who State may be outnumbered in that game. But it's inside. It's inside. And they sell beer. If, if they if they do business sense, they, they would sell beer for $50 uh, each. And just there's beer next weekend. Billionaires. There's there's beer tonight, actually. Athletic Brewing Company beer. True. But there yeah. is also beer tonight. Um, all right, all right. This this show has gone on for too long. Um, Max, I cannot thank you enough, man, because uh, this no this this is miserable, but it'd be even more miserable doing it alone. Uh, always love talking to you, and one day we're gonna have a conversation where we both smile simultaneously, and we'll uh, that's not this year. It, it's not this we'll year. See. I didn't I, I no. didn't say anytime soon. Um, you like basketball? We might just get you off for a basketball yeah, maybe, show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After MSU beats James Madison by eighty points, well, yeah, there uh, we go. And now that I've said that out loud, we will be losing to them the in triple squeaker, overtime. The All squeaker right. against Hillsdale is going to be – we're going to have a lot to say about it. So, All right. I love you guys, genuinely. Yep. I, I truly do mean that. For everyone that watched, listen, Maxwell, I love you as well. Yep. Uh, thank you guys. Love you all. Yep. Go green. Go green. Hug your loved ones, please.